0: Ashley Brockman, Diana Palmer's book, Wyoming Rugged, Chapter 10. Blair refused to leave the hospital room. One older, belligerent nurse tried to evict him when visiting hours ended, where the other nurse could warn her. He simply picked up a cell phone, called the administrator of the hospital at home, and handed the phone to the nurse. Flustered and apologetic, she finished her duties and went out again, her face very flushed. You're very intimidating, he pointed out. His room, I'm not leaving you. His eyes said that and more as he laughed. I'm with you to the end of the line. He added huskily. She smiled as he repeated the line she loved from Captain America, the Winter Soldier. He'd seen it with Blair several months ago. He nodded his It was a great movie. True friendship. Undaunted by time or circumstances. I wasn't really impressed with Captain America until I saw the Avengers movie. I loved him in that, so I went with you to see Cap in his own movie. He's awesome, like the actor who plays him. Yes, she is, he talked to her. When are you going to trust me enough to share secrets with me? Smile. Some secrets should be kept, Blair. She said, out well, besides, you have enough women in your life right now, don't you? She had it like, a everyone except the right one, he said. I pushed her out of my life for her own good. See where that got us. She stared at the coverlet and not myself. I can afford to fly the most expensive famous specialist in the world of Billings consult on so, your case, said I won't even tell your father if you don't want me to. She bit her lower lip because it was trembling. Sit up. and never been kissed, cheek We'll talk about it later when you're out of here. So, I know I've given you no reason to trust me lately. But I'll earn that trust back if you give me the chance. I've never been as miserable in all my life as I have since we came back from Mexico, Nikki. More tears made a path there. No. If friendship is all you want, he said huskily, I'll try to manage just that is isn't what I want, but I can settle for anything that will get you back into my life in any way. She looked up at him from her pale gray eyes, almost shivering with the glitter. You pushed me away. Said what I felt for you was demeaning. She <laughs> said, repeating what he said, that hurt most. His eyes closed on with me. I lied. God forgive me, I lied to you, Nikki. I'm almost 39 years old, drowned out. What does that have to do with anything? She asked softly and seemed really Not to know. I'm 16 years older than you. It will matter one day. He went on. To whom? She asked, me, Not to me. You're very young. Brady wasn't the one, but there are nice men your age, Nikki. You can still find one. You love and cherish you, take care of you. Dan said I'd had too much of that already, that I need to take care of myself. She said, Maybe he yeah. was right. I do avoid exercise and I don't always eat right. May I quote Ed Jacobs on that theory? Yeah. I might get thrown out of the hospital for language if I repeat exactly what he said. The gist of it is that while exercise and diet and supplements can help, they won't cure a careless disease. Least of all, his poor daughter's rheumatoid arthritis or your asthma. She shifted in the bed, not knowing what to say. Blair's black eyes especially. I wish I hit him harder. Oh, Blair. She looked at him with soft sparkling. Clean eyes. It was the first time since she'd been airlifted to the hospital that she really felt happy. Got caught his breath at the picture she made, even with her pale blonde hair and washed in the shovel. Face pale from her expertise. <laughs> she was like, I see. is a pronouncing What? CSM. is a low key word. He said, one of my secretary people was low from South Dakota. He taught me. A little of the language. I mean sunshine. That's what I always think when I think of you. Her eyes brightened. She felt warm from the inside out. T-shirt never got. her look so tired. I've been traveling for a long time. <laughs> Too long, maybe. I went to meetings when I come back. I could have delegated. I guess I was trying to outrun my conscience. inside. said, unless useless. But it gave me something to do while I was tormenting myself. About, you know about what he turned his eyes narrowed as he slid down her body and back over yes you know Nikki one sweet long taste of you wasn't enough she closed her eyes in a silent moment that opened them and spoke um, Janet told you that I was that was what I was trying to do with the bathing suit trying to trick you into a relationship you didn't want didn't she you lied you won't admit it all we know no it's true <laughs> Her eyes opened into his search and hunger. I could never do something so dishonest, she said simply. I, I thought you knew me better than that. <laughs> Went to the window, looking out with anguish. in his eyes. They didn't want her. To, I told you that I believed her because I needed to. He touched the blinds. There was a very thin line of dust. He gave me a reason to run, to get away from you, before I did something I couldn't take back. She didn't quite understand what he was saying. She watched him. Quietly curious, turned back to her. We'll save that discussion for another time, though, he said. They should be bringing you something to eat soon. You should go down to the cafeteria and get something for yourself, she said. You don't have to stay here all the time. I can't leave you. <laughs> the words were simple. What his eyes were saying was far more. have no peace anywhere else in the world. <laughs> Tears threatened again. She was a water pot, probably as a result of a recent trauma. But before she could answer, an a came in bearing a tray. She pulled the one arm table over Nikki and put the tray out. Jello and soup, right? Nikki asked with yeah. a resignation. Oh no, something much nicer. She looked at him and beef stew. It's my favorite. <laughs> and strawberry ice cream. <laughs> the aide exchanged a Miss smile with Blair. Well the administrator thought it would be good for you, since it's your favorite food and all she teased enjoy. he left Nikki's eyes and closed. Wicked man She teeth the him Worry went out of him not once when he saw that look on her face. He smiled and could stop smiling. I just donated a new MRI machine, he said. Helps me get a few doctor approved meal additions. <laughs> the mention of the machine made her uneasy. Smile he Come on now. And let that hard-won meal get cold, Blair told him gently, whatever was wrong, he'd find some way to fix it later, no matter what she looked up at him. It's just He picked up a fork and captured a keyword open up. he whispered smiling. He opened her mouth and he ladled the food into it. She watched him, fascinated, while well, she ate fed her every bite, back right down to the small cup of strawberry ice cream they gave her for dessert. She didn't take her eyes off him the entire time. After an aide picked up the tray and she was given her last meds for the day, he covered her gently with, like, "Try to sleep, honey. I'll be right here." You can't sleep in a chair, sugar. There's no use, don't you know? He was beginning to brush her soft, tantalizing kiss across her. I won't leave you. Ever, he kissed out, tears off her cheeks and sat so back down on the chair and linked her fingers with his. He stayed like that so long after she fell asleep. When she woke the next morning to the sound of the hustling noises in the hall, Blair was fast asleep in the chair. Fine growth, the beard made his face a little darker. He wasn't even snoring. When he heard her move, he came awake instantly. I wish you'd go to the house and sleep in a bed, she said gently once in. I'll go home when you do. I got to his feet and stretch. Touch his chin and go. Well, I might go to the house when they shave and the bath, but I'll be back by the time they get through with your bath and breakfast. Keep trying. He leaned over and kissed for Don't try to escape. Okay. She was looking at him with soft, wondering eyes. He was barely able to make himself walk out the door. In spite of everything he'd done, all the mistakes he made, she was forgiving him. Loving him all over again. Thank God for miracles. And drove back to the Aston house. Todd was just having a... How is she here? Yeah. Better... They were getting ready to bathe and feed her. So I thought I'd take advantage of that. Have a quick shower and a shave. You can have coffee and breakfast too. Todd Listen, I talked to Fred Morris. He said they can put a row, row away bed in Nicky's room for you. He should said... I'm punishing myself. Then you know he's asking like, I've made her miserable. Now it's payback time. Touching. Okay, but the bed is better than a chair for sleep. She'll be home soon anyway. Because there's something she's hiding, Todd. Something that worries her. I can't get it out of her. But I thought when she recovered a bit, I might take her home with me for a few days. Jamison will spoil her, and I'll try to get her to talk to talk I know. I can't get her to tell me anything either. Dr. Fred looks guilty all the time, but when I ask him why, he clams up. He knows something. I just can't intimidate him enough to get him out of it. I'll get it out of Nikki. I'll do it in a nice way. He added the person. What else she you like? Lynn chocolates and French pastries? I can have the first shift in, and Jameson can make the latter. We have a cappuccino machine as well. Time for me. all the comforts of home and more. Huh? Suddenly, his cell phone rang. Check the scholar I did he glared at it and then, yes. Hi there. I was wondering if you would mind the house guest for a few days. Sorry, I'm expecting other company. Oh yes, perhaps some other time. Perhaps you know you you better find some other man to pursue or you're going to be facing stalking charges. Not my attorney told you that. I also know the owner of the film company you work for. Keep that in mind. There was a shock. Paul. I I thought I mean, you took me out to New York and you brought me diamonds for me. The diamonds were a nice way of saying go away. <laughs> he added harshly, I'm sorry that I have to use threats to get you to understand that I meant it. She hesitated. I see. It's Nikki, I guess. She added, her, Look, I'm sorry. I got things backward. I was caught up in the memories of how close we were. And hoping we'd be that way again. I just lost my way a little. I'm sorry. He was too. get left her. I'm sorry I didn't get the message. I won't bother you again. Right? I appreciate it. Goodbye, Blair. I really hope you'll be happy. You get reply, she on it. <laughs> again, I guess. it. Some women won't give up. Not a problem I've ever had. He chuckled. Well, you can buy and sell me, buddy. Women like trinkets. <laughs> I bought a new gear bracelet of Yellowstone. They recalls calls. They're all with a Italian medallion made of a deer antler. She thought it was the most beautiful thing in the store. He <laughs> saw When I took... Ali's there on our honeymoon. She wanted the most expensive turquoise jewelry in the case and never once said thank you. Had the lawyers hashed out that situation yet, Thomas. I hired a private detective, he said surprisingly. You might know him. Dane Lasseter, out of Houston. No, but I've heard of him. There's something about Ali, something I can't quite figure out. Said, she has more than enough alimony to keep her but She keeps wanting more and more. I thought it was great at first, but I'm wondering if someone isn't trying to blackmail her. Todd's eyebrows are blackmail her. About what? She doesn't have a job, does she? In fact, she does. She's an actress. The producer of the play she's currently starring in has given her a cut of the profits. If it's a success, she'll be rich in her own right without having to depend on what I give her. she' apparently acting is what she wants most in life, and this is her big chance. He is beautiful," Todd replied with grudging praise. "Not like Nikki. The <laughs> other, Elise, says beauty is only on the outside. <laughs> well, there's Nikki's beauty shines out of her like the sun itself." Todd sipped coffee, pretending not to notice the rapt expression, the rapt expression on his friend's face. "Ah, uh, I left my bag in the car. We don't mind the house guests for a few days, Clara." Well, don't be absurd, Tasha. You do need a shade. He yeah, had it with person. You'll look like a grizzly bear. Whatever happened to that cowboy? It was My metal construction toys for his little girl and complained that she was female. <laughs> I suddenly remembering Christmas he spent here. Oh, boy! Blake's little girl, Her mother just had a little boy, so her birthday Daisy got her first real doll. Good for her. Nikki loves children's Todd When she was younger, every time I'd take her out, she'd find her way into a baby shop or the children's section of a department store. Blair's heart soared. He wanted children too. Nikki would look sweet with a baby in her arms. I'll clean up and come back for breakfast. Thanks, he it. Todd just grinned. Nikki was setting up in the bed in the hospital, reading a book on her iPad. It was Sweeping Romance, set in Paris. With a hero who curled her toes. She looked up when Blair walked back in, wearing sand slacks and the with a yellow middle designer shirt. He looked elegant and very handsome. Grace, get out of the refrigerator. Get out. No. You look rested, she said. So do you, honey. He went and brushed his mouth gently over his socked lips. Feeling better. The brief caress had shaken her and she tried to hide it. Yes. Much better, thanks, Dr. Fred. May let me go home tomorrow. He sat down in the chair beside me. Suppose you come home with me for a few days, he yeah, asked. Jameson isn't invasive, but he's usually around. I can even have a deadbolt put on your bedroom door and tell so any visitors that you're a relative. She like, stop. Nothing will happen, he says. Okay. I'll drive you over to Hardin and we'll look at the battlefield. We won't walk far and I'll carry your inhaler and your cell phone, just to make sure you don't forget them. He added tongue in cheek. Blair, I don't know. She faltered, took her fingers in his lip. You won't tell your father, but you'll tell me. He added quietly. Whatever it is, whatever's wrong, I'll fix it. I promise. She went, What if you can't fix it? Yeah. He felt for the first time. What is it, Nikki? She better. I can't talk about it not yet. His fingers contract. Will you? I promise not to tell your father. She didn't speak for a minute, but finally she nodded. Blair wasn't really involved with her. He didn't want her for anything except a friend, so it wouldn't hurt him to know she had to tell someone who was killing her on the fear uh, inside. As a promise, then he said, "Yes, Blair. She could. It's a promise." The nurse who'd saved Nikki on the hike stopped by to see how she was. Worked in the hospital in Billings, but she was visiting a friend in You look much better, she said, smiling at Nikki. She glanced curiously at Blair, sitting in the chair by the bed, waved Nikki's hand, he stood up. The old worldly curiosity still occupied a place in him. He smiled. This is Blair, Nikki introduced. This is Nancy, the nice lady who stayed with me and fed me coffee till the rescue helicopter got to us. Her father and I owe you a tremendous debt, Blair said to him. I was happy to help, she replied, her face hurt. I would, however, like to shake that young man who thought she was pretending. I knocked him out into the hall, Blair said, come on, come, place him. Good for you, the nurse chuckled. Thank God you knew what to do, Blair continued, and that you had GPS on your cell phone. It comes in handy. I've always liked hiking. Fresh air really is good for you, she said nigga. Unless you have asthma and pollen counts are through the roof. She had a point like, Nikki, flesh and I let Dan convince me that I was overreacting to the great outdoors. Dan is an idiot. One day he'll prescribe some herbal supplement and involve himself in a lawsuit or homicide complaint. Nancy said, she said, I believe some of that is beneficial, but factism is dangerous in more ways than one. <laughs> I agree Blair said The nurse was staring at odd But I think I know you said, I have the same feeling She looked for a minute like, You're Blair Coleman Of course I did private duty with your mother When I was at, just out of nursing school She had a gallbladder surgery And I cared for her at home for a few days She was a unique woman Compassionate and kind She was worried that I had strained myself lifting her. She's such a rare person Especially in this day and age She got of you she thought a lot of you, Nancy, the nurse who was in her fifties and blind That's me. I'm under charge of a ward at the hospital in Billings, so I don't do private nursing anymore. She glanced at Nikki. I'm so glad you're mending. I was worried that the helicopter might be in time. Would, might not be in time. You should always carry your thermos of strong black coffee with you on outings, just in case. I'll remember. Nikki promised me. I'm going home today. I wanted to check in on you. Take care of yourself. I will. Thank you again. I won't ever forget you. I won't forget you either. Mr. Coleman, she added nah, nodding as she left him alone. Dad and I should do something for her. Nikki he said a minute. Dad and you and I should do something for her. Blair one it. And I said, I don't Dr. Fred came by the evening on his rounds. He was amused to see Blair still sit by Nikki's bed in the uncomfortable chair. You're mended nicely, told Nikki. He paused by the visit. You go home in the morning, but I want you to use the respirator. You got all for it. Yes, sir, she said twice a day. Continue on the antibiotics and of steroids I also prescribe and stay out of the outdoors unless you wear a mask. Yes, sir, she said. Elizabeth, don't let that tofu-eating idiot do this to her again. You love town. There Fred are his lips. I understand. There was an altercation, and Mr. Brady left here with a few bruises. I only hit him once, Blair said, and not as hard as I wish I had when I learned exactly what happened. Doctor, Fred, study me. Won't you change your mind about what we discussed? No, she said stiffly. Blair looked at the doctor. She's going home with me, he told the little man. I'm going to bribe her with lit chocolates and cappuccino. I'll make her tell me what's going on. I promise I won't tell his father. Thank God, the doctor said I delivered her, you know, told Blair. She's making a mistake and she won't listen to me. She'll listen to me. The nurse gently smiled. I want your baby. She blessed. She couldn't answer. Dr. Fred just went. Okay, then. I'll give the order to release you first thing tomorrow. The nurse will have your prescription ready. You call my office for an appointment in a week. I want to check you out to make sure there are no complications. You know the drill, right? Yeah, he said to Blair. "'Any congestion that brings up colored sputum, any fever, I know very well,' he replied. He looked at Nicky with an expression to the doctor. "'I'll take good care of her,' he added huskily. Nicky didn't say anything. She was lost in the black tenderness of his eyes. Blair and her father came to get her at the hospital next morning. What the beauty,' She laughed, sitting in the chair in her room, dressed in jeans and pullover, white-knit blouse. Her blonde hair was loose, a little dingy, but still beautiful.' I'm driving," Father said. "Blair's riding shotgun in case your friend Brady tries to sneak back into the county." Count <laughs> "Oh my goodness!" My job," Did "I didn't think to tell Mister Jacob." Jagger, "Jacob's hired temp," Blazer "And you're on official sick leave for two weeks. Don't fuss," he added when she opened her mouth, smiling down at her. "He's so happy to have Brady out of the state that he's willing to go along with anything." <laughs> His poor daughter, Nikki said softly. Imagine to be so young and have that kind of illness with constant pain. One day there will be a cure, her father said, for her and for you. Nikki averted her eyes. That would be nice. She screamed, but she wasn't thinking of asthma. Her heart was like lead in her chest. She felt fair all over again, and despite her best efforts to hide it, They recognized it. They drove her home. She was still coughing a little. But Dr. Fred had said that her lungs were clear was less enthusiastic about her getting on a private jet to go to Billings, so several days later, Blair had a limousine sent to Cataloo to bring him and Nicky up to his home at Billings. I made you a cake, Edie told Blair and Nicky, handing them a lemon cake in the career, carrier. It's your favorite, based of you, she pinged Blair. I would have made you stroganoff if you'd been here longer, from scratch. It was kind of you. What was Edie? Making the hell out of Mr. Brighty's house, kids said, I would love to kick him myself. She Then she Sorry. Don't be sorry, Nikki said. I considered the kicking part too. Nikki kissed Eoshi. I won't be away long. We're going to see the little bighorn battlefield Without, with a rescue inhaler, a cell phone, and a surgical mask. Larry said darkly. Other chuckle. to Have fun. We'll see you when you get home. Love you, that She said it to him. Me too, Tibbet. He replied, Have a safe trip. We will. Well, I handed her a suitcase to the driver who put in the truck with Blair's. He opened the back door for them. Nikki got in. Blair sent him beside her, and they were off. The only parts of Blair's home that Nikki had ever seen were the living room at the door of his study, where she and her father had gone to Billings to bring him to their house after his divorce was final. So the rest of the house was something of an adventure. He had a huge indoor pool with potted plants all around it. A miniature conservatory with exotic plants like orchids. <laughs> it's amazing, Nikki agreed to it on. I had the conservatory and the swimming pool added year before last. He said, oh, for Elise. No, for you. He smiled at me. Elise never even spent a night here, Nikki. She hated buildings. She wanted Paris or Rome or New York. You don't like big cities, he said. I like villains, he said. In fact, I like just as much. Montana and Wyoming have a lot in common. The least of which is enough wide open space to keep a man from feeling crowded. No, I don't like big cities. She smiled at him shyly. She touched one of the orchids, a yellow one, on a tall stem, gentle with just the tips of her fingertips. I've always loved orchids. (laughs) Remind me of one. He was like what well, he did from the first time I saw you. She turned. That brooch you gave me, it wasn't off the shelf. She said no in there. He shrugged mouth. No, I had a commission especially for you. You're like that orchid, Nikki. You're like that orchid, Nikki. He had it in his mouth. You need careful handling. <laughs> she bit her lower lip. She furrowed her eyes and moved on to ficus trees and their huge plant pots. I didn't mean that in a critical way, he said from behind her. Move closer taking her small waist in his hands and pulling her back to him so that she could feel the power and heat of his body behind him. I meant that you need nurturing, that's all. (laughs) Her fingers rested on top of his, idly cursing. My lungs have always been weak, she agreed. He felt a chill go through his body. She drew in a long shivering breath. She leaned her head against him. It's such a mess, she said quietly. I don't know what to do, I'm so scared, Blair. He turned her gently, cramming her face in his big, warm hands. Tell me. He searched his word like, You know how my mother died? Yes, yeah, your father told me. They found a little spot on her lung, just a tiny dot. They said it would be easy. They'd take it out, do radiation, chemo, she'd be fine. They said that two times, Blair. She died, finally in agony, struggling to breathe. her I was holding her hand when she died. I was only seven years old. He drew her into his arms and held her, rocked I didn't know that. Dad doesn't talk about it. He gets so upset. He loved her more than anything in the world. He was feeling the fear that ran through him. Well, you don't want him to know. Does it have something to do with that checkup you had before the hike and the asthma attack? He has to quite. I suppose so. I was being selfish, cowardly. She closed her eyes. Most of her cheek against his chest. His heartbeat was very heavy, I thought how it had been with for Mama, and about putting Daddy through all that again. I thought it would be quick, but it wasn't, and I put a lot of people into so much trouble. Scared Dad, Dad, the two Dad, 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 the two, all for nothing. These villains, Nikki. What are you trying to tell me? She didn't know how to see. She hadn't thought it would affect him, but she could feel a faint tremor in his big arms holding her. He lifted his head and looked down into her wide, sad, gray eyes. Was the a color of fog rising off the river in late autumn. He thought, come on, tell me. She turned a I found a spot on my lung in the X-ray. <laughs> End of chapter 10.